this is Dola with Love in Your Life podcast. I'm back after a little hiatus here, and I think I'm going to um, mend those um, empty weeks uh, by going back and um, dating the shows as I miss them uh, because I, I'm not lacking content. I'm simply um, challenged by a little bit of the technology um, changes that were made to this um, website, in addition to which I um, had taken off a month and gone away overseas and uh, got caught up in the um, COVID-19 crisis. So uh, I'm back and, of course, filled with experiences, more to discuss, but I had two realizations, one of which is uh, since this will um, this website will allow me to have different content shows, I'm going to keep my career show because that is, after all, what I have to offer as um, my area of expertise um, in the career transition and the career, um, actually the career selection area. Uh, because I do believe that that's important because we do um, what we do for a living. Um, we spend an awful lot of time there, obviously. So we want to uh, get that right. And if this helps in any small way to help uh, people who are a little bit confused about that, uh, then I'm going to continue down that path of the career uh, career transition and career selection um, with that portion of shows on the website. The other portion, however, is near and dear to my heart as well, and that has to do with um, our, oh, our inner um, selves, our, um, you know, it's related to selecting the proper career and selecting the proper mate and um, doing ourselves right, doing right by ourselves, I should say, because when we are sure of who we are and we are confident and comfortable in our own skin, we do tend to make the proper choices for ourselves that, that cause, that allow us to experience a level of happiness and success. So that's kind of a consistent, you know, uh, objective of the shows, but the shows, um, the content of the shows that I'm speaking of have more to do with our inner selves in terms of what are we seeking um, to be happy and successful in general in our in our lives with our uh, homes and our families and our friends and our spouses or partners and how does that um, uh, you know, there are, there are uh, as I said, many correlations, but there's different inspirational content that has to do with our personal happiness and success, our personal lives. Uh, and I'd like to be part of that um, that discussion. Uh, you know, the, the first thing that occurs to me is because I'm doing this, like I say, in the moment of the COVID-19 crisis um, you know, everything bad can be reframed as good. Now, you might say, wait a minute, there's no way I'm going to see anything good in this COVID-19 crisis. And then there are probably a number of you that are saying, no, I get it. Um, I'm spending more time with my family. I'm 
doing things with my children that I haven't had an opportunity to do with my home, uh, with my spouse. Um, we are together. We are um, spending quality time. Our dogs are our dogs and cats are happier, especially dogs, because they are such uh, social animals. Um, because we're home all of a sudden, and they're like, <clears throat> I don't know what this is, but I, um, you know, what suddenly happened here. But I'm really happy about it, right? Um, so they're, they're, you know, tail wagging all the way to, um, you know, to to um, to uh, happiness with regard to being with us. So. Uh, so much, so much more of the time than they were before, because a lot of us are working from home. So um, even if we're working, we're working from home, and those of us who are not working are having um, an opportunity to reconnect in a different way, even to our homes, getting stuff done in our homes that we hadn't had an opportunity to get done, like clean out and you know organize and things like that. So, so again, I don't want to make light of the COVID nineteen crisis because it's it is a crisis, and in that regard, we would be a we we would be we would tend to frame it as a quote bad thing that is happening to us. But you know, um, take the job loss thing, okay? Since that's the stuff that I talked about so often on my other shows so you lost your job but if it, it forced you to face that you were heading in the wrong direction that you had a wrong job or it was a bad fit to begin with um and it forces you to take a look at where do you really uh fit and where do you want to go next and you have that sort of opportunity to, to to step back and look at it a little bit more objectively because before you didn't have the time to do that, right? Now you're being given this gift of uh, a breathing moment to discern uh, where do you really want to go and where do you best fit. So the, something bad that happened, you lost your job and there's some you know negative associated with that, uh, the steady paycheck and so forth and so on. And for those of us who don't have you know, there uh, something called a severance. And I think most of us do get that on some level uh, if we do uh, have experience an involuntary job loss. Um, well, you know, we, we, we can look at that and um, say that that's a bad thing, but it there's some good that came out of it. So whenever there is, um, you know, something that occurs that we, we deem negative or we uh, criticize or we, um, you know, uh, evaluate as um, not exactly what we wanted to have happen. At the end of the day, at the end of the experience, especially when we're on the other side of the experience, i.e., you know, we have a new job that we're much happier with. We have um, a new relationship that we that makes sense for us. And, you know, the other one where the other one was a little bit more challenging for us. So everything that happens, um, you know, that looks bad can be reframed as having stimulated something to come out of it that was, quote, good for you or the situation. So it, it, it's 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 a how you take in the information, how you evaluate it, how you comment on it, and all of that has an impact on how you feel. Okay, so if you're going to make everything a negative and you're going to hone in on the negativity aspect and criticize and um, you know really go inside and get depressed, and I'm not saying that you know. Um, 
people who have a tendency toward depression um, should not have that tendency because they um, that is not that is not correct or that is not right or that is not understandable. It's all understandable. It's just that um, if you if you could get yourself to reframe it and look at it in a different way, in a better light, in a more positive light. It behooves you to do that because not only for your, your environment and the situation, you know, that you're um, faced with, um, but your internal environment, how you feel about the experience, uh, the reframing of it in a positive light causes you to be able to not, you know, somatize it in a negative way so that your body doesn't take it in as something bad and horrible and then turn it into something, you know, physical, um, you know, I, um, you know, there is such a thing as, um, you know, negative um, input, negative feelings, negative um, uh, reactions to things. Reactions are always negative, right? Um, but it depends on uh, how you hold that in your internal system um, that, you know, will allow for either you to um, come out of this uh, and get, come out of the depression or come out of the uh, criticism or come out of the negativity of it and have a lighter uh, viewpoint on it. The lightness will allow you to move forward. You know, even when you go through the stages of grief, you go through the, the, the depression, the shock and the, the anger and the denial and all of that until you finally get to that point where you're at acceptance. Acceptance is where you see the light, where you have that little bit of opening for your heart to open and your, um, your capabilities to expand and your, um, you know, your, your creativity um, to um, increase and allow for, um, you know, bigger ideas, uh, brighter ideas, um, you know, even, even, you know, the next stage of it being the meditative quality of it, you know, sitting with yourself and really being, you know, fine with this. Uh, Eckhart Tolle tells a great story in his book, um, The New Earth, where he, you know, was depressed and didn't like himself and sat on a bench and, and said, you know, who is this self that I don't like? Um, and, and he tells a great story in there. And if you haven't read that book, you should, because um, it really helps you understand what I'm talking about in terms of that. But Ultimately, it's not what happens that matters. It's what you think about what happens and what you do about what happens that matters, right? That's why we say that, you know, you, can, you can't have control over what happens. You can't always have control over that. But you always, always, always will have control over what you do about what happens and how you think about what happens, how you frame it, and what you do about it after that. So that's completely within your control, and therein lies the best news of all. Because if you have control over it, and that's why I always say take responsibility and understand that you created this for some reason. Maybe it's not um, clear to you in the moment, but in retrospect, it will always be clear to you that there was some um, some benefit that um, I derived from this experience. And even if, and if I don't accept the fact that I created it, that somebody, you know, hurled it onto me, 
uh, this negative situation. If I still reframe it in terms of, I can't do anything about that, I can only do something about what I do with this, it'll still benefit you. I mean, I would suggest that you created it on some level, some subliminal level, but you know, that's another level of um, understanding that not everybody will accept. So if I just say, you know, poop happens and it's what you do with the poop that matters um, or what you do about the poop. Um, so, uh, you know, I, th I think that's the biggest, um, the biggest message that I want to leave you with today. I know it's, it's, um, it's, uh, you know, a lot in a sense, in a very short period of time. And I know this is not the first time you've heard these things, but I think it bears repeating because um, particularly in this global responsibility we have toward having created a crisis, a health crisis, um, that we all have to sort of stop and pay attention to because we're being forced to, right? We have been forced to stop and um, not only smell the flowers, but think about what this could mean, what this might mean, and how we don't have control over what happens, about how we, we do have control over what we do about what happens. So to take this time, this gift of time and do something positive with it. And my choice is to do this, um, to add to the light of the world in some small way, some minute way, um, by reminding everyone that you know we don't have to feel negative or critical or sad or depressed about this we could look for the light because the light is there. If you look for it, you know, seek and you shall find, right? Um, so the light is there. Um, just, you know, you have to go, go find it. Um, you have to be open to it. You have to allow the light to come in because it won't come in without your invitation. You know, Course in Miracles has this line where they say that um, the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is just another word for um, the uh, the opposite of ego. Basically, it's your your higher self. It will not uh, come in where it's not invited. So uh, to invite in that light, to to allow it in, and say, I invite you to be here with me so that you can help me through this, or you can shed light on this. You can provide me with the with the inspiration that I need. The the articulation of the inspiration that I need in my personal life so that I can see this for what it is, the life that it is. Um, I really do believe in that with all of my heart. And that's why I say I want to create shows of an inspirational quality. I know that there are so many people looking for it. I know that firsthand because I ask all the time what people are listening to, what they're look, looking for, what they're seeking. Um, I get a lot of requests for, um, you know, that kind of content. Um, not sure that people want to read the books that I've read. Um, you know, they might be a little bit too much for them. They, they don't have enough time. They have little 
children and they're very busy or whatever, or, or, or they just want little snippets. So I think 15, 20 minutes of, of time to listen to a podcast of an inspirational nature is probably all they can give at a time, at a moment in time, maybe several times a day, but just at a moment in time, just, just, uh, just this kind of thing. So I want to be part of this conversation. I'm going to open up a segment of um, my uh, Love in Your Life podcast to that kind of content and continue with the um, career content. Probably make this on a Friday. Uh, my, my career content is on a Tuesday. And then eventually maybe I'll have another, a third element um, for relationships because I know that that's part of everyone's concern and conversation and need um, is how do I make relationships work? Um, I've, I've, I've done an inordinate amount of study about that um, and had, you know, lots of experience in that direction as well. All kinds of relationships, of course, love relationships of, um, you know, the kind that we're born with, you know, our siblings and our parents and all that um, all the way up to and including friends and the spouse or the partner of uh, life partner that we choose. So I'm going to say goodbye for now um, with the hope that you'll tune into more shows of this nature as well as the career and the others um, that I create as I go along. But thank you so much for listening. I wish you um, health and wellness um, for sure. And um, just to hang in there with all um, due respect and positivity toward uh, this, this uh, crisis, this world crisis that we're going through. Um, God bless you. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.